Listening to the Full Sport Press podcast, featuring hosts Shay Hove, Chef Wheezy, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations! I would like to welcome everybody back, and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I am Jay Hove. The boy Big Jeff. Weez in the building. Say what's up, Weez. What it do? What it do? What it do? What it don't do? What it is? Coach Lock back in the building. Say what's up, Ken. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Everybody, we are back, man, with another action-packed episode of Full Sport Press. This episode, episode 327, we are breaking down all the hottest sports news of the past week. We had a lot of stuff to get to. Let's kick things off, man. Best of the week, fellas. What y'all got? Bubbles are going on everywhere. So that's my best of the week. We're going to go into a little bit more in depth later, but we got bubbles in the WNBA, bubbles in the NBA, bubbles in the NHL, and baseball just out here having a good time. So sports is back. Most definitely. Lock, what you got? Uh, Since Jeff said that, I agree with that, but I also had another one too. Uh, WNBA players from the New York Liberty and Seattle Storm are wearing Breonna Taylor's name on the back of their jerseys. Most definitely. Weezy, what you got? I'm right back with Coach Lott, man. Uh, all the NBA players, man, every time they get a press conference, they they speaking on uh, the Black Lives Matter and um, Breonna Taylor. LeBron James is not a movement, so we, we ain't moving nothing no more. You got, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. Lifestyle, for sure. Uh, my best of the week. Zoom in on camera, man. You are looking at the third season Madden champ. Uh, it's one of the more impressive defensive seasons in Madden history, I could say. I held down the NFC in the Super Bowl. It felt good. It felt good. I feel good about this win as a champion. Did you say that's last Being an week? NFC champion. Nah, I, I'm a winner. I won uh, 2K a couple of weeks back. But, yeah, so um, let's get back to the point of me winning this whole joint. I had a point to prove, and uh, I think we did just that. They called us paper soldiers, Jeff. You know, they called us paper soldiers at the beginning of the season. You come on that field, it was a whole different story. And uh, we proved that we were soldiers on the paper and on the field as well. Shout out to the Realville Madden League. Shout out to Coach Wayman. Um, shout out to Parham. I know he's listening. Shout out to Jeff. Uh, shout out to you, Lot. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Coach Powell. Shout out to Squeak. Uh, shout out to AB, who I beat in the NFC Championship. Shout out to Money Green, who I beat in the NFC Divisional Round. And shout out to Parham, who I beat in the Super Bowl, um, 38-3. You're damn right. <laughs> Paper soldiers, my ass. We are the champions. What I did, Jeff, I stayed low. And what I do, Jeff? Get fired, Jeff. I kept firing. you damn right for 18 straight weeks. Jeff, can you not say that was one of the best performances of a season from a team? And I met A.B. with undefeated. But he, it wasn't dominant, though. <laughs> you didn't lose? You didn't lose a game? Oh, no, I lost one game. I lost one game. You lost to AB in the regular and season. And I lost to AB by three points. Lost 85 that. Bears lost one game. Hey, man. We can't keep it. 94-49ers lost two games. All right, Jay. Hello? Let's roll, bro. Hello? <laughs> hey, man. I'm going right back to you, my brother. What's your worst of the week, Jay? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Please. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, worst of the week has been a bunch of different things, man. You know, it's a lot of bullshit going on. You know what I'm saying? Some weak-ass <laughs> mad things going on. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole bunch of shit going on. Some sucker shit going on. But I ain't going to speak on that. I'm going to let that go. Uh, speaking of sucker shit, it's the African susu shit. The shit hey, is a scam. Mom. Man, yeah, yeah. I'm hot at her, too. She on the, I'm oh, worse than oh, weak as my mama. I'm oh, hot at her. I'm hot at my mama. And she you know, know it. Oh, it is. No, nah, you damn lying. I'm keeping that. I'm hot at my mama. I'm hot at my mama. African Susu is the worst of the week for me. Shit is a scam. Stop DMing me. Stop texting me about it. It's a scam. There's people on the outside of the scam are getting finessed. They don't have a clue. It's a scam. Four or five people that's in on it. And then it's 10 people <laughs> left out in the bubble that's getting 
finesse big time. Keep your money. Go flip some sneakers and some shit. Stop hitting me with the African susu because I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah. My boy is touched today. He's touched yeah. today. He done dropped a bunch of curse words today. You hear me? We, we just getting started. He's touched today. First of the week, Jeff, what you got? That was mine. Quit texting me, emailing me, DMing me about you put $50 on the cash app and then we, we can spin a wheel. And win. I don't care, bro. Like, like Jay said, yeah, sell some weed if you got to. I don't care what you do. Like, leave, leave me alone. Like, just don't hit me with, oh, I got you put $50 on the cash app, you send it to this person, you get a blue star, then you switch over to a pink star, you get the $100. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing your African susus. I'm, I'm going to work. <laughs> going to work <laughs> and I don't even know if it's called an African susu, man. I just made that shit up. <laughs> no, it's a real thing. It's name, that's the name of it. It's the African susu. susu. It's from Africa. Uh, my worst of the week, man, it's a hurricane coming through again. They talking about it's going to come through Houston. But the hur- it ain't going to actually be the actual hurricane, but it's going to send bad storms through the city, man. So I ain't, I ain't excited about that at all. I don't need that, none of that. I don't need none of them problems. Prayers going up. Weezy, what you got? Uh, my worst of the week was uh, Dr. Fauci, man, his, uh, his, first, his first game pitch, man. He was a little bit outside. Coach Locke, that thing was a scratch. It was a scratch. Was like, this pitch went to scratch. <laughs> he did one of those things. Wait, dude, he did one of those. It was bad, man. What are you doing? Hey, who is worse, him or 50 Cent? 50. Ain't no question. 50. That's the question right there. That is Wrong, oh, man. 50, 50 done shot somebody in his life. You can't throw a damn ball like that. John Wall was that bad, too. He's pretty bad. John Wall was bad. Carl Lewis was bad. Ooh, I remember Carl Lewis. Ooh. I bet you don't. A stat of the week. Shout out to Scram James, at Scram James for this fine. Through 20 NFL seasons, Drew Brees has never once been shut out in an NFL game. Great fine for you, Scram. Yeah, man, great fine. We got to do some fact checking on Scram, but it looks like it's legit. It looks like that boy ain't never been shut out, man. So shout out to Drew Brees, man. Keep getting them checks. Yeah, I, I retired Drew Brees and I retired Aaron Rodgers. Send them out to the pasture. Well, send them out to the pasture. Wow. <laughs> okay, with that being said, y'all make sure y'all check us out on iTunes, Facebook, IG, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. How do you do that? Just search for Sport Press Podcast. After you do that, Make sure you check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou every Wednesday. That latest issue is up, the DMX versus Snoop Dogg versus Preview episode. Did y'all check out the verses? Did y'all, I'm sure y'all did. It was for hip hop. It was a great night. Uh, I like the fact that it was on, was that a Tuesday? Wednesday. Something like that. Wednesday. Wednesday. That was some slow, but I had a great time. Uh, Snoop did too, for sure. Snoop had a wonderful yeah, Super had a wonderful time. Um, it was a great, it was a great versus. I don't like him during the middle of the week. He kind of throws stuff off. I like him on Saturdays, Friday nights, maybe Sunday nights, you know. But you kind of got to do it in the week now because people back outside, like COVID ain't outside no more. And right. hurt your viewership, put it on the Saturday now a little bit. So Good point. Who y'all have winning? Quick work, Snoop. Quick work. Oh, Snoop, yeah. Snoop, quick work. <laughs> Easy work. Easy. It, it was a. It was like 11, 6, and Three ties for sure. You being generous. Yeah, I think Snoop won. I think Snoop took it easy on him too. Mm-hmm. Oh, listen, that's what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I was a little disappointed that Snoop didn't place a few certain songs. Man, like he had some other monsters he could have dropped there with a just. Said he got twenty more. He do. He got he got close to twenty more left that he didn't play that night. He been in the game a long time, so thirty years, man. Yeah. Let's kick things off with Fresher Than Your Average Podcast, man. Featuring myself and Animal Brown, self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. We have an FTYA IG live show. Full show is on YouTube, clearly. I didn't know it wasn't on the damn Instagram page. Shout out to Weezy for that, fine. Pull up on us via the IG page to catch the clips. And the full show is on YouTube.com slash RealVille directly for the culture. Where your kicks? Top responsible. Even though I didn't get any sneakers. Everything else, I was talking, I get a damn thing. Um, Jeff, you got 10 good resting seconds. Yes, sir. Let's start the clock. All right. So last week, 
was the Extreme Rules Horror Show pay-per-view. So we got the who got the W results. First match was Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Jay Weezy Lock. We all had Bailey, and Bailey won some quick work. Quick work for Bailey. All right. Next match, we had Sasha Banks versus Oscar. Jay and myself had Oscar, Lock and Weezy had Sasha Banks. Nobody wins this. Um, there was some crap in the game. Um, take no. go ahead. Go ahead. Hold on, who won the match? It wasn't no winner in the match. Technically, there was no winner in the match. Um, okay. Bailey came down and counted a three, counted the three count for Sasha Banks, but Bailey's not a referee. So <laughs> technically the match ended without no one actually winning. It's it's a it's a long storyline and it's don't worry about it. So we just gonna throw that one out. Oh, yeah, we needed that one, Coach, for real. That would have helped us out. Yeah. Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler. Like Jay and myself had Drew McIntyre. We just jumped out there with Dolph, as he said, Ziggler. Um, Drew McIntyre. Good match, though. Dolph had a good showing, but Drew, you know, Drew kept the belt. And in the eye for an eye match, when you had to have your eye actually ripped from your head, we had Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio. Weezy had Rey Mysterio. Jay, like and myself, had Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins proceeded to have Ray Mysterio's eye pulled from his head by a staircase. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, on live TV, an eye was removed from the socket. You saw it, Jeff? A staircase. That's what happens when you're in a when you're in a pandemic and you got people with imaginations that come up with stipulations like that. For sure. And y'all got another episode of 808s and Chill Shots, right? Yes, sir. Episode four is up right now. The Rock Bottom. Um, we discussed it. My, my match of the week pick was The Rock versus uh, Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18. Please go check that out if you want to see a great crowd reaction and everything is like that. Shout out to Neat. Um, we'll be on all your favorite all your favorite podcast platforms starting this week. YouTube coming as well. So we're getting bigger and stronger, man. We keep growing. There we go, man. Shout out to 808s and Chill Shots. Uh, tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasted. And before we start the first half, Weezy, do you have a Yellow Box Cheerios Award recipient for the listeners? I do. This week I have a Yellow Box of Cheerios for... Jay Ho's boy. Do it, coach. J.R. Smith. As long as you call him Chimp when you're talking about my boy Switch. Switch, man, he hadn't played an NBA game since November 2018. Joined up with the Los Angeles Lakers for their playoff push. The 34-year-old father said he likes to play golf every day. Gotten used to the food since the quarantine period is over in the bubble. There's just one problem with Switch. Yes. What was one thing that he wished he packed? JR said, man, more underwear and socks. What? And I quote, honestly, I packed like seven because I thought that'd be good for one a day. Thing I didn't calculate was all the showers in between everything that I be doing. So I've been running through like two or three in a day. But we've got a great laundry system here at the bubble. End quote. Come on, Swish. This is the thing about my dog, man. You're going to be there for three damn months. You think seven undies dog was going to get you through the goddamn seven days? I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I think he, he – I mean, what do y'all expect? He had no clue what was going on in the finals game. You, you learn that when you're 12 years old, man. We're talking about draws. You're going, you're going to – okay, so you got to wake up and go to practice. That's one pair of draws. When you get through practicing, you're going to shower. That's another pair of draws. That's two already in one day. Not at 34, that. man. Come on, Switch. Not at 34. Here's the thing, man. You there for three months, dog. You're three man, months. He always let me down, man. Here's my guy. I get him on every 2K. I find a way to put JR in the starting lineup. <laughs> damn JR, he don't find a way to let me down every damn time. He's still a champ, though. But, God, get it out to him, will you? Come on. Yes. That's, that's drone. I'm a drone. I go out of town for the weekend. I take that many pair of drones. Yeah, I'm going for a weekend. I'm taking seven draws, dog. Especially in the summer, you take two, three shows. And JR, you in Orlando. It's humid as hell. And you hooping. You guys ready to get started first half, man? Please let me do it. The first half is underway. Full sport press. 
First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am J-Ho. It's your boy, Big Jeff. It's your boy, Weezy. What do you do? It's your man, Coach Locke. Locke, where can they find you on social media, my brother? And on IG and Twitter, it's Locke underscore the underscore great. That's T-H-A. Holla at me. So, Weezy, where you at? FSP underscore Weezy on IG and the man, how Weezy on Twitter. DM wide open. <laughs> That's the, I, I just want their reaction, man. That's all I wanted. And y'all feel for the bait. Yeah, ain't no damn bait. Uh, Jeff, what you got, B-Doc? <laughs> wow. I'm Jay Easley, 84, across all social media platforms. And I'm Jay Hove on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Catch me on Twitter. We can have a conversation for sure. Let's kick things off, man, in the first half. With the NBA, the NBA restarted its 2020 NBA season with scrimmages with the official game scheduled to start July 30th, 2020. How you guys feel about the scrimmages to start the bubble? I actually thought, for what I've seen a little bit of, I thought they went great. Players looked a little bit out of uh, – they, they didn't look out of shape. They looked out of rhythm. Players look out of rhythm. But as far as the NBA, I got to get them an A+. Plus. I don't think nobody on this, on this call think it was going to happen, but, I, you know, you got to get us in the NBA. I probably was the biggest skeptic of the, of the show, um, but I'm happy it's back. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I've been tuned in to scrimmages like they're real games and they uh, and they matter, you know what I'm saying? But it, like we just said, they do, some players do look a little bit out of sync. Um, Bobo looks like an MVP candidate after one game. And you know what I mean? So stuff like that is happening. Uh, we had a precursor to this with the, the TBT, the basketball tournament. Um, so they got a chance to see how you can do basketball with no fans and shorten the court, shorten the camera view and stuff like that. And it looks good, man. It looks – it you almost don't miss the crowd, almost, except for when the announcer is chanting stuff and it kind of feels weird when they do that. But other than that, I'm in. This was probably one of the most watched games in a while, probably because it had been gone so long. Everybody wanted to tune in. Um, the only thing I don't like about it, I don't like that it's on NBA TV. Um, I wish it was on TNT or ESPN or something like that. I understand, uh, that, you know, it probably came down to the situation where it's not supposed to be on TV this time of the year on TNT and ESPN, they have other things that were scheduled to be on there during this time. So that probably had a lot to do with it. Uh, but I'm glad it's back. I'm excited about it. Uh, I was one of the people to say that it would work even though later on as more players started to say they had the COVID, I was like, oh, we, it might be in trouble. The good thing about these scrimmages, I think it'll help work out the kinks, like you said. You're able to try different things. The broadcast team had a person Zoom call doing the entire broadcast, which was cool. You can scrap a lot of the stuff with scrimmages, just like with anything, you can try out some things. So we can have the best of the best once the season, actual air quote, season restarts. I don't like the crowd simulation shit, though. I, I couldn't even hear people asking for a pig. Or, you know, I need to hear these guys curse. I need to hear fake. I don't want to hear fake fans. I do not want to hear fake fans. I think what they should do is put it on ESPN Plus and let the curse words fly, man. Like, put it on unedited version. I need the crowd simulation and let them curse. Jason, you think uh, HBO should get it and just let the curse words fly? Yeah, man. Just try that, man. Just try to get it. To make it as comfortable as as you like as you can, because like summer league games, you can hear everything. I would much rather hear that. And you can't even hear this, the sneakers making noises. You just hear that's like white noise. I don't want to hear no damn white noise. I, man, if a person miss a pick, want to hear somebody say, "Man, you missed the fucking pick, dog. What's up, man? Let me know." Well. Melo, when he grabbed his rebound in his first scrimmage game, he yelled out, that's my rebound. And that kind of yeah. – that, that ended all that at that yeah. point. Yeah, it was, that was game one. You couldn't – you know, so you blame Melo for that, Jay. <laughs> that's why it's going like that. All right, let's move to the NFL. Uh, Kansas City offensive lineman Lauren DuVernay-Tardish has opted out of the 2020 regular season. He wrote on social media, he's the first player to publicly say they will not play this season. He's 29. He's a medical school graduate from McGill University. That's in Canada, of course. And he had been assisting as, as an orderly in the long-term care facility in Montreal area during the pandemic. And he decided, you know what? 
It's a little too much going on outside, and it's bigger than football. Is this a sign of things to come, or is he just a one-off that kind of sees things a different way? I think it's a sign, it's a sign to come. Um, you know, you have someone that's in that medical field like you mentioned, so he clearly has a good, knowledgeable opinion about this stuff because he went to school for it. Uh, he's in that field. So I definitely would listen to someone like him. Then you have people like Russell Wilson. He just had a baby. So he has a newborn at home. So you're going to expect him to go out and be on the field with all these people and then go back home to his newborn child. That's not going to be good. So I'm not going to be surprised if we see more people starting to come out and say they're not going to play, especially the people like Russell Wilson, who can afford to. He signed a big dog contract. He can afford to say, I'm not going to play this year. The people you won't see do it are your rookies because they don't have the money. So they probably will go ahead and play. And they're younger, too. The NFL already came out and said they're going to get $350,000. If you don't want to play, you can have it regardless. So I think they just – that competitive spirit going, they're going to play, man. It's gonna be some people to not play, but I think more majority of majority of your stars gonna play. Patrick Mahomes is gonna be out there. Drew Brees is gonna be out there. Lamar Jackson is gonna be out there. All of them are gonna be out there. Very hard to turn down their guaranteed money. The NFL has offered a deadline of August third for players to opt in or opt out for the twenty twenty season. Players can also choose to receive that stipend that we just spoke of, three hundred fifty thousand, from the owners in the league. So that comes directly from the owners, but. The thing is, you got to worry about it's not necessarily the players because eight out of 10 COVID-19 related deaths are reported for people that are 65 years and older. So that puts some of your most prominent head coaches in real danger. Pete Carroll, who's 69, Belichick, 68, Bruce Arians is 68 as well. A fall without football would represent doomsday for the NFL, I think so, but a death on their hands, whether it's a coach. Uh, whether it's an assistant coach, whether it's a position coach, will be more detrimental than anything. So I, if I was the NFL, I would be very careful and try to figure out a better way, something bubble-ish uh, to kind of figure out a way to play football in the fall. Yeah, they're going to figure out a bubble, but I don't know how they're going to figure out a bubble. Speaking of changes, they have more changes in the NFL. The Washington Redskins, formerly – who has been going by the name since 1933 has officially changed their name to the Washington football team. Now with this change, they're going to keep a lot of things the same as far as the color scheme, but they're going to have to get rid of that logo, which they've already said they will start putting the numbers on the side of the helmet to replace that logo. What do you guys think about this name? This should have been changed a long time ago. It's just progress. Um, like Jay been calling the Washington football team since we've been starting the show. Uh, it just it just something should have been done. I think the Black Lives Matter movement, well, not the, not the movement, says LeBron, uh, Black Lives Matter, whatever we're going to call it now, uh, it helped out a lot. You know, the Washington football team calling it that, they owe FSP a couple of dollars for that because definitely we, we've been pushing that narrative for a long time. Um, I agree with that. I understand why they chose that name for this season because it's only for this season. It, that's a big change you got to make as far as uh, color palettes, mascots, things like that in a six-week time. So I get it. You know, you kind of need some time to think it over and make sure you're making the right choice. So for right now, one one year of the Washington football team, heck, I might even buy a hat or something just to, just to uh, you know, resonate they made the right move and made the right change. Yeah, they clearly got a good check. We've been saying that for years on years now. Um, but a lot of their stuff is, you know, HTTR, you know, that's what every Redskins fan says, you know, HTTR. So what are they going to do with that? You know, all the gear, all that stuff, the, the price of all of that stuff is just going to skyrocket like everything else, something that passed away, um, or is removed. Um, it's a little bit more rare. People want to pay a little bit more for that. You know. uh, the best news that comes from this ball team is that they signed Chase Young. That's, and they got to worry about what they're going to do with Dwayne Haskins and the wide receiving quarter he has. But as far as them changing the name to the Washington football team, I could care less. Man, they should have been did this like years ago. And I think they're just being reactive instead of being proactive with things. And, um, you know, typical, you know, once the actual money is being affected, say, you know, FedEx is pulling out, pause. You know, you have Microsoft saying, hey, I don't – want to do anything, you guys can't use our products. 
if you still name this team what it was named. So, yeah, money made it different. That's the only reason why they changed. They don't really care about who was affecting it all. Oh, they would change it for the season started too. Y'all didn't agree with me, but I said it would. You did a lot. Yeah, you did say that. All right. Speaking of things I never thought I would see happen, uh, in September tw- on September twelfth, we got a hit. We got a big fight, guys. Big fight. Big fight. Phil got a pay per view. Again, we talked about this guy last week. He's fighting a shark during Shark Week, but he's going back to his natural habitat. See what I did there? His natural habitat in this fight. 54-year-old Mike Tyson will be fighting 51-year-old Roy Jones Jr. in an alleged eight-round exhibition match that will be on pay-per-view, which will feature Nate Robinson fighting some YouTube celebrity in the undercard. There will also be a 10-part docuseries on the Triller app before the bout. What are we doing? It's not like Mike needs the money. We know Mike is actually better financially than he than he was maybe five or ten years ago. Shout out to marijuana and podcasting for Mike and things like that. But he says he has the urge to fight. The gods of war have called him again. You know, but once Mike gets to talking like that, you gotta let him roll. Are you guys tuning in? That's the question. Question of all questions. Are you tuning in for Mike versus Roy in 2000? I will be watching that fight. Absolutely. It's gonna be a great fight. I think Roy John's gonna get his ass knocked down in probably about three seconds. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that fight. I don't think it's going to be a great fight. Uh, Roy Jones doesn't stand a chance. Um, I've seen the videos, which I'm sure you guys have too, of Mike sparring. Doesn't look like he's lost any speed or power, which is crazy to say in 2020. Um, and then Nate Robinson, man, he's you want to talk about three seconds? Mm-mm. Dude don't stand a chance, man. It'll be longer than three seconds because Nate Robinson ain't is not a boxer, but he gonna beat the crap out of dude, man. That's gonna be funny to watch. Um, dude, I, want to know, coach. Hey, like, hey, like, I think you're wrong about that one, my man. Dude, I don't. Know. Hey, bro, I listen now. Yeah. Hey, man, listen, boy. <laughs> he Jake Paul the wrong one. Jake you, think, Paul, you think Nate Robinson gonna beat him, coach? And that that and this is what I'm trying to tell you. Nate Robinson and Jake Paul, that won't make it past this shit what we're talking about right now. So people going to intervene like how they did Soldier Boy and uh, Chris Brown, for sure. He don't want to be up on that wall like Martin. <laughs> Nate Robinson be up on that damn wall like Martin, dog. I ain't bullshitting. Yeah, but I don't understand. Why, why Nate Robinson even trying to fight this dude? Why? 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 He want to he be... They've been, they been doing a whole bunch of talking back and forth online. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm telling you, better moonwalk like Soldier Boy did, because CB would have beat the hell out of Soldier Boy. You got to make good decisions when you turn 30 years old, dog. Before 30, you can do some dumb shit. People be like, you know what? You're young. You know what I mean? Just young, full of vigor. You know what I'm saying? But but after 30, that shit is cemented, dog. You're an adult. People look at you like, man, what the hell? You're 30 years old, bro. What are you doing? That shit is cemented, dog. Hell nah. Man, they're going to get his ass kicked. But back to Mike. Mike said some crazy shit. He said something that's deep inside of him that's motivating him to try it again. Now, Mike Tyson, one of the biggest names we've ever seen in boxing beside Muhammad Ali. Ain't no question. But he blew $300 million, dog. Yeah. And, they, and Dana White came out and said, Mike ain't hurting for no bread. He good. Yeah. But Mike want to fight. Yeah. And anytime somebody wants to fight, anytime <laughs> you go into a situation where you want to fight, bro, you stay the hell away from that. You stay the hell away from a person like that, bro. Telling you, that wants to fight. <laughs> wants to rewrite the way that he went out, and I get that. But so, hey, you should have seen Mike talking about that, and the way Dana White was expressing how serious Mike was about that shit. Man, Roy might pull out like Paul. He might he might jump out of that joint like CB and, and Soldier. I'm telling you, he might get out of there. What's the What's the money on this? Anybody know the money? Right now. Uh- in, in, in uh, favor of Mike, but here's the thing, though. I, I'm going to I'm going to you know, burst everybody's bubble, Paul. Um, they did have a, a, a Zoom call with the California Fighting Commission. Allegedly, they have both said that neither one of them are going for a knockout. It is an exhibition. They're going to use bigger than normal gloves. And oh, shit. yeah, so it's going to be like you remember those. Um, I ain't watching no damn slap boxing. I ain't watching that. Fights, you know, celebrity boxing fights. It's not going to be that because these two are actual skilled boxers, but it's going to be in the realm of that. Like, like we're not going to see a, a, a 
So we yeah, watch a celebrity yeah. death match on, on MTV. We gonna watch some shit like that. Those are yeah. clay fighters. Those are real people. But I see where you're going. With it. <laughs> but I don't think I, I don't think Mike can turn it off though. I That's think true. Roy, I think Roy might try to turn it off, and yeah. then gonna get hit in the mouth and like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> It, but I don't think Mike can turn. When you start talking about the gods of war have summoned you, man, see, yeah. you, talking, you talking that talk. You talking that talk. Mike, by the time this damn fight kick off, Mike gonna get another tat. He gonna be man. He gonna be in fight mode, dog. I'm telling you, them black shorts. Listen, man. Mike was put on this earth to fight, man. He's a fighter. That's it. Nothing more. So. Even if he can turn it off when he get in the ring, like Jeff mentioned, the first time Roy Jones tapping. It's over. The switch is gone, and it's it's over with. But that ain't no more, you know, boxing tapping. We having fun. Nah, it's over after that. And, and I knew they were gonna figure out a way to say this is gonna be. Uh, we gonna get in there and just kind of put on the show. That's what Roy Jones thinks. Mike gonna come in there with a gold tooth. He gonna knock the shit out of Roy. Sure lives. Sure lives. Apollo Creed said it was an exhibition too, and you see what happened to him. So, so did he? They died. He died. He died. <laughs> he died. <laughs> they killed Apollo Creed, dog. Out here playing, bringing James Brown to the ring and all that. You see? Yeah, what? He brought James <laughs> Brown. Wet, wet in the face was wet, man. <laughs> 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 hey, let's get started with halftime, man. Y'all boys crazy. <laughs> James Brown is sweating like a motherfucker coming to the goddamn. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime, in case you missed it, Shadur Sanders, the son of Pro Football Hall of Famer Deion Sanders, announced his college commitment last week. Shadur is ranked as the 14th best pro-style QB in the class of 2021. Sanders surprised many by committing to the defending conference USA champion Florida Atlantic Owls. He turned down an offer from 25 other D1 programs that range from Florida State, LSU, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, and Oregon, just to name a few. Now, Shadur will be playing for Willie Taggart, who took over as Florida Atlantic's head coach after being fired by Florida State in November. Taggart replaced Lane Kiffin, who left FAU to become the head coach at Ole Miss. Sanders is the highest-ranked high school recruit to commit in FAU program history. Was this a good choice for Shadur Sanders? From what I just heard you say, FAU got a bag, or he knew he wasn't going to start at the mother colleges. No. That's just what I think. Here's what happened. I'll jump in and say this a lot. I'll let you get that in a minute. But here's what happened. We fired the coach that had the, the pipeline to this kid, and we lost him. He was going to Florida State. He's the son of the greatest Florida State seminar ever was. And he was a, a, a shoe in to go there. But no, we panic and don't want to and don't want to let the coach live out and, and, and figure it out. And we fire the coach. Now that player goes to play with the coach he wanted to play with. And look at Florida State. Still in the project. Gotta love it. Couldn't have said it better, Jeff. That was our quarterback of the future. And we just watched him walk right out the front door with, with the coach that we let go. Um, and I'll be the first to admit, you know. I wasn't on the Willie Taggart bandwagon, as per se, but I wasn't against it. What? But yeah, I, yeah, you was against it. You was against it. You get the ass if you was against it, coach. No, all I said was let him finish out his contract. They didn't even let him get his players into the system consistently, and that's what I didn't like. But I do know that we lost this kid because we got rid of Willie Taggart. I do know that for sure. Man, that kid wasn't coming to no damn Florida State. The only reason that kid was going to come to Florida State is Deion Sanders was going to be the head coach. He's going there because what everything we said, this is the only place he was going to play as a freshman. He's, the, his competition is Willie Taggart's son, who's there this year. Man, hell no. Nah. And it's a great decision. This team is 11-3, coming off a bowl win. They said, like, his crystal ball was Louisville. He was going to go to Louisville. So he wasn't never going to damn Florida State. Y'all doing all that capping like like he was going to come there. He was going to come there and set three years? Hell nah, man. Nah. If he's that good, now if he's good as we, we say, if he's that good, he'll transfer out. We'll see him in another college if he's that good. Number one, he was going to Florida State. His father was upset with how he was treated. You can go back to the tweets and see that Dion was the first one to say and blamed it on what we all know what really happened in Florida State. And Dion was the first one to say it. So – the kid is good. He's been cold his whole high school year, state champion three times, like cold. 
shoe in and go be a Florida State Seminole, but he followed his coach. Man, get the hell out of here. You guys ready to get started in the second half? Let's do it. The second half is underway. Full sport press. Second half. Episode 327. We are breaking down the hottest sports news of the past week. Coach Locke, you kicking things off. Sir, yes, sir. Now, as we have previously mentioned on this podcast, Mikey Williams, one of the top three players in the class of 2023, he let it be known that he was thinking about going to a HBCU when it was all said and done with his high school career. Well, he has finally cut his, ten, his list down to 10. And out of those 10 schools, we have five HBCUs. Those five HBCUs, you ask, they are Hampton, North Carolina Central, Alabama State, Tennessee State, and Texas Southern. You have a few of those HBCUs that have some big names attached to them. You have Alabama State, who has former NBA player Mo Williams, head coach. North Carolina Central, they've been in contention the last six years where they've won four titles out of those six. Hampton is where his mother went to school. And you have Texas Southern, who's always at the top of their conference, which is the SWAC. And then you have the great Tennessee State University, where our good friend Brian Collins is the head coach who has already got the school and the team going in the right direction. With this list, is there a chance of him actually going to an HBCU? I really thought he was going to pick all 10 HBCUs to have on his final 10. Um, But I know what he's doing. He wants to do those unofficial visits to some of those powerhouse schools and have a good time like uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth did. This kid will choose an HBCU. I think he wants to do that. And I think the dark horse in this is between Texas Southern, who has Johnny Jones, who got Ben Simmons to come to LSU, and or you go into a situation where it's TSU, who um, has the pulse of the entire HBCU things and play in a bigger conference in the OVC, who will have another person drafted this year. I feel confident to the fact that my alma mater, Penny Collins, will get things going. And that is a reason to have him on the show, not to have him coming on talking about uh, the bubble. And who the hell wants to hear about Penny talk about the bubble? We want to hear Penny talk about, you know, yeah. Mikey Williams and seeing how he feels about, about that. Not him talking about the bubble. I could care less if Penny's a Lakers fan. So he's going with the Lakers. Ain't nothing to talk with him about right now. Um. It would be great to have him in the land of the golden sunshine. It would be absolutely amazing. So I'm hoping he chooses Tennessee State University to go. Uh, if not, uh, either way it go, he's going to be the traveling circus, the, the biggest show on earth, like whatever you want to call it, it's going to be the Michael Williams show. So can't wait to see it. I have it between Hampton, Texas Southern, and TSU also. Hampton, uh, because his mother went to school there for sure, like I mentioned. And also because they're in a bigger conference also. They're in the Big South. Yeah, I, I think he'd go to HBCU. And then I, now I just found out his mom went to HBCU. That's a, that's a big that's a big thing. So, But my sources tell me the TSU got a good running. We have no more sources. We might be hiding me now, so I might not have no more sources. But my sources tell me that he might be coming to TSU. All right, let's move right along. Good luck to Coach Penny, man, and the TSU Tigers. Hope they can get a couple of these five-star athletes to come yeah. to land the gold sunshine. Make sure they recruit visitors during homecoming. True. Let's move right along, man. Let's talk some soccer. AC Milan announced an unprecedented and monumental partnership with entertainment media company Rock Nation. Rock Nation's first partnership with an entire football club is driven by innovation, community, integrity, and inclusiveness, as well as amplifying AC Milan's current and future commercial partnerships to level with Rock Nation's current global network who does this help more ac milan or rock nation this just continues rock nation's stranglehold on on the culture like pop culture everything like this is insane like, <laughs> like with soccer being the global number one sport that it is and what is becoming what soccer is becoming in america and this is crazy man rock nation having this chance to be associated with ac milan and like I said, with soccer being what it is, man, this is huge. This is a big deal for Rock Nation, but worldwide soccer is top dog. So to bring that attention to Rock Nation is going to be big for that company. And we know Rock Nation is ran owned by Jay Z, 
Uh, they have the Puma deal. AC Milan is sponsored by Puma. So that's just going to even go more into it. Now you're going to be able to do more with Puma and the team. You're going to be able to get that Puma gear out there. They might have a little say-so in how fresh the jersey is going to be, how they're going to do cleats, things like that. So this is just going to bring so much more attention to the Rock Nation sports and the brand. I agree, Coach Life. You hit a lot of great points right there. I think it's bigger for AC Milan. You see uh, there's more eyes on the U.S. with a global network like Rock Nation. And no one really knows a lot about soccer in the U.S. as of late. I think the normal soccer fan can only name maybe one, maybe two soccer clubs, max, and those have great, great value in the U.S. because of what? Jordan, Bate, Palace, they have these big collabs. Just look what PSG came about when they partnered with Jordan Brand and Bate. So these deals can be lucrative as long as they generate a lot of hype to boost revenue sales. And like Coach Like said, AC Milan is already sponsored by Puma. Puma is a big player in soccer. That's their thing. Like, just how Nike is big with football or basketball, soccer, Puma is the number one. It ain't even close. So it's a match made in heaven and only adds to the portfolio for Rock Nation. And they just signed one of the best young forwards in soccer with Marcus Rashford. He is a Rock Nation uh, person now. So, man, sky's the limit for Rock Nation. Do you think, do you think soccer's going to pass – in baseball in the U.S.? 100%. Why, it, was gonna, it was on the way with this MLS shit because there were so many teams getting started. MLS is going to have a huge, huge, huge fan partnership within the next three to four years. In baseball, they dying slow, man. The, the only way it won't pass baseball is if baseball gets with times. If they start changing some of the ways and the things they're doing, if they try to stick to that old-fashioned baseball where we're not micing players doing the games and they, you know, not doing anything to fit the new way the sports are going, it's definitely going to pass it because it's a new culture. It's a new day when it comes to sports. And baseball is still acting like it's the 1950s. If they don't change a lot of things and figure out some cool ways to make baseball cooler, it's definitely going to pass baseball. Keeping in football, but just bringing to the American football. Jay's guy, Antonio Brown, five days ago decided, you know what? He's done with football. He's tired of dealing with Roger Goodell. Tired of not being signed. And he retired. Two days later, <laughs> Antonio, Antonio Brown decided he wants to continue playing football. He unretired and wants the NFL to continue in the investigation about his alleged cases that he has not going to go into those when we talk about those at length. All right. The biggest question about this is will Antonio Brown be on a roster to start this season? No. No. Yeah. No. But he's hundred percent correct about this rent in retirement and unretirement. He's been suspended since week three of last year, y'all. He's tired of it. And I know what they're doing and I know why the league is doing it. NFL sees A B is toxic and they want to keep him as far away from the product as possible. But I think they're using this as a stall tactic to keep him away from the game. Go ahead and suspend him. Give him eight games. Give him five games. Give him three games so he can go and play football. And if he's a continued repeater of a, you know, stupid decision, then you get rid of him. But do your stall tactic a guy that could be playing in the NFL right now. And that's not cool. Yeah, my only thing with NFL is they keep giving Josh Gordon chances but won't get A-B chances. It's I don't get it. I don't get it. Drugs, and then he's he's a little throw it off. I mean, still, you know, I just don't understand it. And I think AB patience are wearing thin because you know it was a, it was a long off season. He's out there working out with all the players, and he just didn't. He, he was hanging out with Dion, and all his inside information. Did, if, I think it fell through for him this year. And Goodell's holding him hostage. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna just hold him right here for a while, wait till he gets maybe a couple years older, where he can't dominate the league no more. Then he'll sign. I don't think we'll see him again. Uh, for like the reasons you guys have mentioned. Uh, I think the difference between Josh Gordon and A.B. Weez is Josh Gordon is not in the media with all the crazy stuff. He's just smoking weed, and he's filling his drug test. A.B. is doing all these crazy things off the field, and he's bringing unwanted attention. So I think that's what's hurting him. If, it, if he was just smoking weed and failed a drug test a few times, he'd be back in the league for sure. 
but I don't think we'll see AB again because I just don't think mentally he'll be able to do the things they need him to do to stay out of the spotlight, to stay out of the media with the craziness. He can't handle not playing football ever again. That won't be good. He's doing too much. Too, too many rap videos, too many Twitter rants, too, too much too much stuff to then need to then need a favor from somebody. Like you can't just 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 go hard and be like this. I mean, every chance you get, F Goodell, the racist, that is, they don't want to help me out, do my rap music, do my songs. Now, now you need me to do you a favor. Like, wait, how does that work? Right or wrong, how does that work? Well, going from one player that we'll never see playing again to another one that has been retired. Uh, a good guy, Terrell Owens, was in a race with Tyreek Hill and Chad Johnson. And of course, Tyreek Hill won the race. But that's not the big story from this. The big story is 46-year-old Terrell Owens ran a 4-4-2. Tyreek Hill says Terrell Owens is faster than some wide receivers in the league right now and that he looks like he still plays NFL football. The question is, should T.O. try to come back and play in the NFL? And if he does, will we ever see him play in the NFL again? No, unfortunately, we won't see him play in the NFL again. But I think T.O. can play. He's a matchup problem somewhere. You give, you give him to a coach like Andy Reid or the coach from the Saints, he, they, they'll find a matchup problem for T.O. They'll line him up a tight end. They have to. He, he'll, he'll blow past any linebacker out there at 4-4-2. He's a matchup problem. He just can't catch anymore. And he just, you know, it, would, it wouldn't look good for the NFL. Yeah, I mean, look at him, man. He's still in good shape, man. Still has the speed, clearly. Still six foot three. I think he could help a team, especially in this climate. T.O., man, just imagine T.O. was, you know, in his prime right now. He'd be Mike Thomas, dog. The exact same player. T.O.'s made $67 million on the field, $13 million off the field, and his net worth right now is $500,000. Oh, gracious. He needs the bread, 100%. Struggle with child support payments. Dude, he pays $44,000 a month. A month in child support. What? A month. So that's why he running like that. He need that bread. Yes, sir. And so he got to find a way to do it. And hell, I hope he plays for somebody, man, just to get him back going, bro. Five hundred thousand. That means he really got about a hundred. Yeah. In the bank. Forty-four thousand. Come on, man. Some judge need to come and make an adjustment, man. He's not playing anymore. He doesn't have that kind of money, man. They got to adjust that. $44,000 a month? What a team needs to do is if they sign T.O., they need to, they need to flip it like this. All right, we're going to sign you for a veteran minimum deal, whatever, whatever. But also, we want you to mentor the wide receivers how to take care of their body, how to take care of their, you know, their mental. Tell them what you did and didn't do to get in the situation. Flip it that way where he can actually coach the wide receivers off the field so don't fuck up like I did. But here's the thing. He's burned so many bridges in the NFL. He didn't even show up for his Hall of Fame enshrinement. He did it at UT Chat. It's like a big F you to the NFL. You think they're going to hire him as a positions coach, which he would be great at. He would be great at. Guess what? They're not hiring him because he is a cancer off the field. And, and a lot of his teammates come out and say, dude, T.O. is one of the best teammates I've ever had. But it does not look like that. And I know the NFL is not going to back him to get him on a position, Coach. And too bad the XFL fucked, I mean, fell through because he would have he, he killed the XFL. It's, the thing about the NFL is going to always – the shield is bigger than everybody. True. They, I, as much as we would like to see it, um, I don't think we ever see dude play. And the fact is, I mean, yeah, he ran a 4 4 2, but you got to put pads on too, guys. But you got to get hit. And 46 year old man out there getting hit by, by a young man. A young man come across that middle like that. I don't want to see that. I don't, I don't think he could. Larry Fisher can do. I think T.O. can do. T.O.'s bionic. He's one of them. T.O. ain't played in fifteen in, 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 in five to ten years either. Larry Fisher still in the, in the swing of thing. He's still out. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the only, that's the biggest difference to me. Is T.O. T.O. what top three, top two? I don't think he top two. I don't think he top three. So you going Jerry Moss and T.O. You got to talk about Larry Fisher. I'm going to talk about Megatron. Yeah. I'm going Jerry Moss T.O. I go Jerry Moss. Yeah, he better. I think he did more than Megatron and, and Fisher. T.O. Super Bowl performance is, is legendary. Fellas, we had a lot of stuff, man. We had a lot of stuff, and we did it, for sure. That was always fun. 
we have a lot of uh, topics to get through. We turn the whole show into a topic show, man. It's fun to do. Um, again, uh, I'd like to thank everybody for showing up for the podcast. Also, I'd like to thank myself again for winning mad. Oh, my God. Real oh, quick, God. man. Uh, Tom, real quick, uh, Tom Thibodeau uh, just signed to deal with the Knicks. Sure. And, Fau- and Fauci uh, just got his own uh, baseball card for throwing out the first pitch. Dr. Fauci did. I'm looking Shout for that. Shout out to Big Fouch. Shout out to Big Fouch. Well, how is your first pitch looking, Weed? I'm getting it. I'm getting down. I'm getting to the plate. Over yes, the plate. I'm getting over the plate. You left-handed, Weezy? Nah, I'm bad left-handed. You're bad left-handed. That's what it is. Yeah. That's, that's, how, that's how you fuck up out there. Try yeah. to throw, throw some speed and yeah. don't get it down. Yeah, Weezy's <laughs> in there. You, he hits right to the shift every time. You got to worry about Weezy. hitting right into the shift. Who's every that? Time. Weezy, shift. 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 He hit right into I used, to hate <laughs> you know, I used to hate that shit. I used to hate it. Uh, he tried to bunt one time and everything. And he still <laughs> hit to the ship. <laughs> he bunted into the ship. Because <laughs> when you say shit like that, you can never, re- you can never refix it because it's over with. <laughs> like, never, I never better change that. That's crazy. Ooh. I needed that, man. Tweet us throughout the week in full sport press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Weezy. Everything paid for, baby. Coach Lock. Get a drummer song. Jeff. Camera's always on, brother. Better than know it, man. The Revolution will be podcasted. We are out. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted. <laughs>